tasting blood here. This is not good. I frequently think about the eroticism of robot on robot violence. A gremlin alien that eats its own poop. You are listening to the After the Fact Podcast. Do you not want to have sex with me? Are you not aroused? There was a game where there was one pixel throwing numbers at another pixel. <laughs> I could probably drop a couple hundred hours into that. Classic gaming by geeks just like you. If I were playing it on an original NES, I probably would not have an original NES anymore. Is this a Final Fantasy related anything? Oh, it's 10 out of 10. And now your hosts, Luke Matthews. And now I'm jumping and now I'm flipping and now I'm shooting and now I'm kicking a guy and now I'm swinging and I'm... Dwayne St. Arnold. If I have to hold LR and hit X and select to go past this, I'm okay with it. As long as when I just... I'm skipping through, skipping through. Fuck, I'm reading it again! And Andy Padel. I did get the super mega deluxe edition. Oh yeah? The love is over delicious. Delicious. I am completely incapable of speaking today. Surprise! You fucker, you're playing the Diablo 3 beta? Yeah. Well, <laughs> sort of. Pl- playing with air quotes. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 43 of the After the Fact podcast. I am your host, Luke Matthews, and I am joined today by Dwayne St. Arnold. Hello. Andy Padel. Hey. And Matthew Cole. Oh, wait. Matthew didn't fucking show up. Is that what the phantom on switch is for? <laughs> <laughs> Click it and Matt shows up. Uh, so, yeah, Matthew Coyne didn't show up to the show today and didn't call and didn't tell us why. Told us that today was the best possible day for us to record, so I'm going to rag on him for basically the entire show for it. Uh, so, hopefully he listens to this. This will actually probably be the first he hears of, of us recording this episode. He will wake up in some kind of... He'll be Allie. like, oh, there's a new episode after the fact. I wonder what the... Oh, Jesus. I can't so. wait for the one I'm on. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this episode's going to be all about uh, the Super NES Ogre Battle, March of the Black Queen. We will get to that in a little bit, but as we always do with trade or trade secrets, Jesus Christ. Way to go. Like, I, love I almost trade had secret. it. Yeah, I you almost were so, had you were it. So it was good. so good. <laughs> <laughs> All these podcasts blend together anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, so um, we'll we'll start by talking to people about what they're playing, and you're going last. Oh yes, I so Dwayne, what have you been playing recently? Uh, so last week uh, I got my email. I was playing Final Fantasy thirteen, and I'm sorry, uh, yeah, thirteen or fourteen, thirteen, and uh, kind of getting into it still. Uh, but I looked at my phone, and I'd gotten my invite for the Diablo three beta. And I was very excited, so uh, I went and I installed it, and that took a couple hours. And then I went to sign in, and it was down for patching. And then I had this problem where uh, my combination of hardware just doesn't let me play. So I've had the Diablo 3 beta for uh, five days now, and I have logged zero, zero minutes on it. <laughs> uh, I, I get to look at the character select screen, which is just teasing me. That that makes me happy. You're suffering. I'm taking great joy I, from I, right I, now. I'm glad I can bring you pleasure. Yeah, that's awkward through my failure. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm not paying attention because I'm I'm repeatedly texting the word podcast to Matt Coin <laughs> over and over and over again. So y- you can see the, all the character classes. You think? Uh, so I can see. Uh, let me. Uh, Witch doctor monk. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, the fighter one, uh, berserker or something? I forget. Uh, 
yeah, like I can look at the character select screen, the character creation screen. Sorry, uh, I can even create characters, but when I go to sign in, it just crashes. Oh. It, it's, uh, yeah, it's like Christmas Day, but you can't open your presents. I was going to look at. Them. I was going to say prom night, but you know, <laughs> I think we're talking more or less about the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, how does it look? Like, not not the game itself, but just the. I mean, the first five minutes of it that you've seen. Yeah, so, like, uh, the beta, it doesn't have any of, like, the cinematics or anything like that, but the 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 character design looks really good. Uh, I like that you can play, you know, male or female characters for any of the classes. Uh, like, in Diablo 2, I loved playing Sorceress, but I had to play a female character, which I didn't really care about, but I, inevitably I have friends that gave me shit about it oh, yeah yeah uh but like it looks really good i wish i could tell you more <laughs> hopefully uh next show your next show yeah i'll have more to talk about but uh yeah, coin texted excited. me back it took texting him the, oh. the word podcast five times in a row for him to finally text me back and tell me that he's extremely sick and can't come did he ask about the japanese text uh no but uh but i i'm i'm glad that i'm glad that he finally told me uh 15 minutes into our recording yeah five minutes into our recording but that's okay I, i'm okay. you know that's a question kiss nerve yeah it's vows and stuff channeling Ooh, the spirit stark. of joel simon <laughs> 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 on a very uh, special after the fact <laughs> so since i wasn't able to play diablo uh i picked up dead island on steam uh and i'm pretty happy with it i think <laughs> uh it's it's really buggy. praise yeah it's really buggy honestly um, they could have that the teaser video that they did for it that was like the 45 second ruined commercial. that game really <laughs> i've never seen something be so successful that there is no way the actual product could live up to yeah. the hype the the, sure. the the trailer was so good and had so little to do with the game that it just fucked the game's chances of people viewing it properly. Yeah, like the game itself is actually pretty good. The gameplay is really fun. Uh, I mean, it's uh, Borderlands it's, meets um, Fallout. Fallout. Fallout plus plus oh. zombies. No, Dead Rising. Dead Rising. Thank you. Yeah, like it, it doesn't have nearly as many zombies as Dead Rising. It's you know, but it, the gameplay is really solid. Uh, it's just really buggy. There's a, they've patched twice. Uh, they accidentally released like the dev version. The on dev Steam. version on Steam. Yeah, <laughs> really? <Whoopsies. laughs> That's amazing. The last game that those guys did was a uh, Cold Mountain. It was on the Wii. It was uh, was it based ago. on the movie? No. <laughs> no. Like, Deep Silver. It's a uh, a weird conglomerate of basically uh, they have a home office mm-hmm. and then they basically like send everything out to third parties like everything yeah uh, i mean whatever works for him the game's really good and I mean, if you're itching for this kind of game it, it should work but i just hope that i mean i'm on pc so yeah did you hear I'll about the, the crap out of it did you hear about the uh the feminist whore bug that no. uh apparently some dude got a hold of the pc version and you know hacked it like like they do and uh then proceeded to comb through all the code and found a skill it was a remnant of a skill that got either renamed or taken out of the game but it was called feminist whore wow so they got into all kinds of trouble for it and, and they, of course the company had to apologize and uh it's so irresponsible of someone to have put this in the code and we apologize and it does not reflect the views of deep silver and blah blah yeah. 
Like, and all I could think to myself was, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Come on. I mean, that's what happens when you outsource all of your code. Like, <laughs> right. They're just going to put stuff in there. You're not going to look at it. You just want to make well, money. Well, and not to mention the fact that you shouldn't have to. It's Ever since the hot coffee incident, it's been my opinion that it, you should not have to apologize for shit that isn't in the final game. Right? It's just, it's not there. You don't see, that's like, that's like somebody, that's like somebody, a movie maker having to apologize for something that was on the set but is not on screen. Yeah. Right? That's ridiculous. No, so, it, it just, I thought it was stupid, but I thought, I I just thought the, up, the uproar over it is hilarious to me because all these people are like, oh, oh my God, why would they, how could they put this into a game? And I'm like, it's fucking developers. Yeah. These are guys. These are misogynist assholes that sit in a basement for thirty hours a, a day, like programming like their lives away. Thirty hours yeah. a day. I said it on purpose. Oh, okay. I said uh, I was right. exaggerating on it. purpose. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that that's it though. That one's pretty good though. That okay. sounds fun. Like I've been playing a bunch of older stuff. I've been playing. I played Ratchet and Clank: A Crack in Time for a little bit. Um, still one of my favorite Ratchet and Clank games. I've still never finished it though, for whatever reason. I restarted oh. it this time because what? I can't. That is the game that I, I cannot imagine you not finishing because you love that series. I know, and it's it's really strange. I don't know why I haven't finished it. It was. Um, it's because I'm fucking flighty when it comes to video games and there's a whole bunch of games that I've started like especially PS3 stuff there's so many games that I've started and not finished I've still not finished Borderlands I've still not finished Bioshock I've still not finished any Mass Effect game I haven't finished Ratchet and Clank like I just I don't know what it is I've, I still haven't finished Resistance 2 I, there's just a bunch of games that I've started and gotten quite a ways into. Like Rat- Ratchet and Clank, I got in halfway through it, and I just put it down, and I don't know what happened. It's not just you. Gamers today just don't finish games ever. Yeah. I mean, seeing the, like seeing the end of a game is rare for most people. Yeah. I mean, maybe it, it could have something to do with that I've started two podcasts and don't have any goddamn time okay. anymore. So I, I'd like you to do me a favor. Would you kindly finish Bioshock when you get a chance? Uh, <laughs> You thank you for putting the when I get a chance qualifier on there. So I'll say sure, <laughs> whatever. You um, promised. So I started Ratchet and Clank over again because it has been so long since I've played it that I couldn't remember where I like. I tried to start from my <laughs> save point and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What I don't remember how to use any of these weapons and I don't remember any of the puzzles and blah. So st- starting bombs? Yeah. What? <laughs> starting over is not helping you finish it. By the way, <laughs> no, it really isn't. Um, I played a little bit more into Outland, which is still probably one of my favorite platformers in the last few years. Uh, it's lots of fun, and the game that I've gotten like the most gameplay on is I started playing Split second this game was given to me a year and a half ago by christina um well not given to me but she she found a cheap copy for me and i was like yeah she was she was a big proponent she talked about it on the show when it came out oh god it's so good it's so much fun and it's so underrated and uh i didn't ever touch it and then i picked it up i'm like god this game is good it's (laughs) so fun it's made by uh blackrock the same guys that made pure which is another one of my favorite racing games and I sure found out good. I found out it was last weekend or the weekend before I think it was last weekend that uh, the day that I spent eight hours playing Split Second and got getting way into the game was the day I found out that BlackRock Studios got shut down by Disney. Oh. <laughs> uh, thanks, guys. Like it really really sucks because both Pure and Split Second are exceptional racing games that got just 
horribly underrated. Like horrible. They like nobody knew about them. Nobody really knew what pure was because the name is not really evocative of anything. Water. Um, yeah. Right. Um, and Split Second was one of those games. That, I mean, they had a huge presence at PAX two years ago. They had that huge booth with the fucking the yellow and black like you know um, yeah. stuff. It, it was just it was big. And for some reason, um, it just you know, I guess burnout kind of just buried it. Yeah. Right. Like, which it does a lot of stuff. But but it was it's really good. And I suggest if anybody can go out there and find it for cheap, which I think you probably can, go out there and find it for cheap and play it. It's awesome. So, Andy, what is your big fucking surprise? Man, so there have been like so many good games that have come out in the past few weeks. You've had uh, Dead Island, um, Deus Ex, Human Revolution. Jesus, I know exactly what he's going to say. I know. This guy of war. And a surprise yeah. to no one. <laughs> I was really hoping that you didn't like see, see that it came out. But, like, I, I could tell by the I look didn't on even your face. Know, I didn't even know that it came out, but I knew exactly what you were going to say right when you launched into your little spiel here. It's glorious. All these awesome games. There's all this stuff that I'm going to name that I'm not playing because I'm buried in fucking Disgaea. It's high res. This is the first time that it's gotten a graphical upgrade like since the beginning. Um, <laughs> I love it. It's... It's a thing of beauty. Duh. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, where my spare time's gone. Yeah. And will for the next three or four years. I'm saying two years. I, I might be getting to the point where so I So five work. years. No, two. two. Yeah. Two years. Uh-huh. Five will come out by that point. How long has Disgaea 3 been out? Two years. Two years. Yeah, you'll go back to Disgaea 3. Because oh, yeah. I, have, I don't have the platinum yet. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, my goal is to get as much done in 4 as possible. Go back, finish up 3, and then just oh, yeah, grind up Just the like that, four. right? Just, yeah. yeah, just I'm going to get a bunch of stuff done in 4, and then uh, you're going to go back and finish up 3. You realize that's, that's all you got to do. You realize you're talking about something that's taking you as much time as getting a degree in something, <laughs> right? Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get my archaeology degree. Then I'll finish up my writing. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, Disgaea 3. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you people have value to your life. <laughs> I if if that if that if the platinum trophy in Disgaea is like a bachelor's degree in video games, then then maybe it's worth it, right? No, maybe no. If they send you a Demon physical Souls platinum is trophy. The bachelor's. Yeah. <laughs> Disgaea three is like the masters. <laughs> God, I wish I could get a master's degree for wasting time. That'd be spectacular. There really isn't any gaming news or anything There's going on this nothing. week. There's just no. it's, it is a dead week for for video games. There's a shitload of releases in the next few weeks, like tons of games coming out. Star Fox. Eh. I don't have a 3ds, so I'm like, yeah. it's it doesn't interest me that much. Besides, I played it on the N64, so I mean, I love my 3ds. I, I'm not. I'm not. Impugning I'm, the 3ds. I'm just saying I don't have one. I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, I, I love. The fact that I'm getting to play a game that I played 10 years ago. 15 if you're playing Ocarina. 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, there's a shit. I wrote down a list of all the stuff I'm buying on on PS3, and it's um, kind of absurd. Uh, Or want to, I should say want to buy on PS3, because uh, it's... The list is just between now and the end of the year is like seven full retail games and a bunch of downloadable stuff. Yeah, Uncharted Three, like Uncharted Three, Resistance Three, New um, Arkham, uh, Arkham City, uh, uh, King of Fighters Thirteen. I approve. Um, other 
stuff. I'm, with Resistance, I'm... Bioshock kind of, Infinite. Um, I've seen some of the artwork for that game that they've done is equal parts fantastic and incredibly offensive. For Infinite? Oh, yeah. Really? I'll, I'll have oh, to look. Oh, yeah. I've avoided. I like. I don't. It's weird because I. I'm. I'm on Twitter all the time. I'm on Facebook all the time. But I don't really just surf gaming sites in the net for for like random bits of news. I mean, maybe I should for the show or something. But uh, I don't like because a lot of the people, on, and not a video game subject, but on on movies, a lot of people have been talking about how much how much random bullshit is out there about the new Dark Knight movie, right? Um, and I, I haven't seen any of it. Yeah, and and so many people are like, "Oh, god damn it! I wish they'd stop. I wish close the set and stop releasing." I'm like, "You don't have to fucking look at it." You know, if you see a, the title of an article that says "New Dark Knight Rising screens," don't don't open over. it. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> what the like, spoiler tags are usually for. Yeah, like, you don't have to read it and then bitch about the spoilers. Yeah, I don't have any self control, and I'm blaming you for my problems. <laughs> I like how everybody's bitching about the Catwoman costume too when they haven't even shown the Catwoman costume. <laughs> They're like they show Anne Hathaway in pretty much everything but the Catwoman costume and then people are like, "Ah, the Catwoman costume." Why is she dressed like a clown? She is not part of the Joker's gang. <laughs> yeah. Um I I don't know. I it's video game stuff I just um I I I I'm so far out of the loop. I just spend time doing other things now and Playing a lot of, you know, playing a lot of shit for this show, you know, and, but I just, I don't give a shit about, like, random internet bullshit anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm not haven't. a meme guy anymore. If it's not item world grinding, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I want to go back to Disgaea 4 for just one second here. So, I'm loading the game up. Right, just and one second. Uh-huh. There's a... a the loading screen is a printy. Now, printies have been in every single Disgaea game, but it's a high-res printy. And I'm just staring at this little fucker spinning around in circles being like, this is the greatest achievement in all of mankind's history. <laughs> it's a printy, but I can make him out, and he's not all pixelated. They've got their own game. Two. Two of their own game. They're in other games. Fucking printies are like... Yeah. They're like slimes they're, they're, from Dragon they're, Yeah, Quest. they're NIS's sort of mascot. Yeah, yeah. That's, no. all. That's all. That's, That's all. all. That's all. That's all. This guy at four is the, the, so. So we know what you're going to be talking about for the next thirty-four shows. Thirty-four or so. Math, like math 20. is hard. Twenty is less than a year, I, sir. I, I know, but I'm just saying I'll probably you know be drunk for some of them. <laughs> <laughs> so Andy, what'd you do this week? Oh God, I had this bottle of scotch on Monday and. <laughs> I don't even know. I woke up in a gutter on Wednesday, and I had to get back home. And it was- I woke up in a gutter, and I had a DualShock Three in my hands. <laughs> and then when I got home, I like I like hit the X button, and I popped the trophy. <laughs> Like, you see, you know, that platinum trophy comes up for four. It's like, no, as I fade away into, you know, nothing. By Friday, the pretty's actually giving you the scotch. <laughs> I moved I moved to within 45 feet of a bar because my PlayStation controller will still connect to my console and I can just mash X while I'm drinking. <laughs> they think I'm just staring into that house because I'm creepy. <laughs> 
trying to see my TV. I've got a webcam set up pointed at my TV, and then I just pop it up on my iPhone, and I play this guy while I'm in the bar, and I just gave Andy an idea that he's probably going to do. It's a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a PSP. <laughs> <laughs> So for the last two-ish plus weeks. Four weeks. Four, four weeks. Oh, yeah, that's PAX. right. Because PAX, you know, f- f- now you just made me feel bad. You've only been playing for two weeks. <laughs> no, well, I've I've maybe gotten the equivalent of about a week and a half of play in, if that, you know. But we've been playing Ogre Battle on the Super Nintendo. Uh, it is a Super NES game that came out in 1995 on SNES in the United States. It came out in 93 in Japan. Um it was re-released... Ogre Battle March of the Black Queen. March of the Black Queen, correct. It was re-released on the PS1 in 98, I want to say. Um, I'll have to look it up. 99. 99. Um, the PS1 version is basically the same game, right? It's, um, like, it's got a, a few tweaks, uh, but unless you're super, super into the game, you're not going to notice. Okay. Uh, it was, it's a, I don't really know how to describe this game. It's like, yeah, it really is, which it just doesn't make any sense for it to be, you know, to cost that much, especially not now that it's on virtual console. Um, but it is, it's, I hesitate to just say RPG. It is the initial, it is the original tactical RPG. Yeah, I guess it's technical RPG sort of. Um, I I don't know the the way that I described it in my head and not to anybody yet is is that if it's and I guess this is kind of a description of tactical RPGs now that I think about it so I guess you're right never mind this now I sound stupid so I'm just not going to bother no, saying no, what no, I was no thinking. continue please <sighs> I I, I did, do it do it now so so here's the thing I did not I didn't <clears throat> I didn't associate this with tactical RPGs because of the gameplay how different the gameplay is when I think of a tactical RPG or a tactics game I think Shiny of Force. No, well, yeah, okay, Shining Force. I th- but I think of things more like Advance Wars, Fire Emblem, uh, Field Commander, John to Arc, those kind of games. Like, and Hertzog's but those are Hertzog's Vi, sure. Uh, it's those are those are you have more control, in my opinion, because those those are ones where you're actually individually controlling characters on a grid, and you you know you make tactical movement based on you know locations and all that kind of stuff. Which to me, that's a tactical RPG. Um, was Ark the Light out before this or not? Uh, no, no, I don't think it was. I think this was. I think that was after this. We can look it up, but uh, um, so so this didn't really. This doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't. Being that it was an early game that. I suppose it kind of qualifies as a tactical RPG, like an early version of a tactical RPG. Uh, but frankly, there's there's not a lot of tactics to this tactical RPG. There's a lot of stuff. That, there are a lot of mechanics to this game. There are not a lot of tactics. I mean, you had games like predecessors to this, including North and South and uh, Nobuna- Nobun- Nobunaga's Ambition. Nobunaga's Ambition, thank you, that were straight up... God, you know, that's a bad game. But they... There was a point to them that they were, you know, trying to make a military sim. This is one of the first games. It's not just a simple, you know, grid, 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 grid. Are you better than right. them? Rock, paper, scissors. I mean, there are more things that play into effect. Is it, you know, day or night? Is it, you know, what type of unit are you using? Terrain takes place, and it affects how things. You I know, felt, I felt like this game 
you, you had to pay a lot of attention to the menus and your options and your characters yeah. and like what they were. Like you couldn't just be like, oh, here's my units, let's go. You had to like tweak all of your characters in the menus and just yeah, way more than I'm used to. And I think that was that's one of the things where one of the reasons why I don't why I don't consider it a tactical RPG is it's more it's less tactical combat and more resource management. Um, because of the fact that you don't have a hell of a lot of control over your actual combat. You enter a battle and you can set you basically all you can do is set your team's tactical strategy out of four options and use tarot cards. Yeah. And that's it. Poke them in the eye, use tarot cards, or run away. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah, after that it's autopilot battle. Yeah. Um and to me the the core of a tactical RPG is having that fine control over your the strategy of your combat, right? Where like a regular turn-based RPG, you're dealing it's it's the in between, right? On on one end of the spectrum you've got I'm going to use Jean d'Arc as an example because that to me is one of my favorite tactical RPGs. You have fine control over exactly where your characters move, the range of their attacks, uh facing and flanking matter all these random elements of how you control a battle count on in the middle of the spectrum is, is final fantasy or dragon quest style combat where it's just turn-based, but you get to pick what attack you use um, and who you're targeting, but there's no tactical um, like physicality to it. There's no grid. There's no, you're not worried about placement of troops, that kind of stuff. You're just kind of beating face on face. And then the opposite end of the spectrum to me is, is ogre battle where you manage all your resources. You set your, you know, you can set up how your teams are constructed, um, how they're like um, their formations in combat. You can set your characters abilities and you can do all of that managing of your actual individual units but you don't do anything in combat. Okay, so as far as tactical RPG, I think that the, with the initial, I mean, you are the general for all intents and purposes. You're, you know, you are controlling the land placement, you know, what time, if it's day or night. I mean, these are the decisions you make. You you place your troops, and then you let your troops fight. Yeah. It's not a, I mean, if you were actually a general of a battle, you're not going to be like, okay, Johnny, fire your gun right now at that guy right there. Steve, wait a second. Okay, now you fire your gun. Oh, um, okay. Philip, move up four spaces and <laughs> yeah. shoot him with a cannon. No, you're yeah. going to be like, okay, guys, defend this grassy knoll that's just west of the town True. and you know, attack them at night because you're more you have more of a chance of succeeding at that point. Yeah, it's strange, though, because most of the RPG or tactical RPGs in the, like, the last 10 years have let us have that level of control. The micromanagement. So, yeah, going back to something like this where, you know, all of your battles are, you know, 95% autopilot, it's just, it was real strange at first. I was like, wait, what happened? It said it said I won, but they're, they're still all alive. Yeah. Like, what's happening <laughs> here? That Well, see, and that's the thing. Like, a general does have... A certain there are certain things a general of a of a group of soldiers would control that you don't in this like you you don't really have a whole lot of control over how your units attack another unit right you if but they're you know moving, what they're going to do by the unit themselves well, sure no it's well, not like the griffins are going to pull out swords and start swinging away no, no okay so here's an attack I think I think I'm I'm either not clear or you're misinterpreting what I mean what I mean is for example. 
if I've got one unit moving east to west, or yeah, east to west across a map, and there's an opposing unit moving west to east coming toward me, they're going to meet at a spot, they're going to fight, and that's it. If I have another unit to the south, I can't make that unit flank while they're in combat with the previous unit, right? I can't. There are. I can't have the level of control where. Um, I, I can't use those kind of tactics against somebody. All I can do is control the the type and level of units that are of of soldiers that are in a particular unit, and hope that those match up well against whatever enemy they face on the con- on the battlefield. Okay, I see, where, I see where you're going with this, and my simple counter argument is that these developers were obsessed with Queen, so you can't expect too much out of them as far as brainwaves go. <laughs> <laughs> Like you know, I can see how this game started. There was a couple guys and they're listening to uh, the Highlander soundtrack and like, who is this amazing rock god? We must make an album based on his stuff. Ogre <laughs> battle. Okay, what's the next track? March of the Black Queen. We're gonna make this episode five. What about one, two, three, and four? We'll get back to that. Wait, well, we'll we'll deal with that later. Yeah, um, it's it's an interesting it's a, it. It's an interesting gameplay style because it's something that I'm not familiar with, right? It's it, like I played I played Ogre Battle a little bit when it came out, very very little bit because I was not into RPGs when I was a kid at all, and I was even less into an RPG where I wasn't able. Where the first time I, I kid you not, my experience with this game was there was a demo set up in a local store. I walked into the store, I started the game up, I got in it. It, it had somebody else's save file, right? So I'm all great. So. I moved a unit across the field. They engaged in battle, and then I started pushing buttons going, what can I do? And I couldn't do shit. And it sat there and just did everything for me. And then, like you said earlier, it goes, winner on my team, but there's like still three of the four units from the opposing team alive, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? How did I win? So, I don't get it. Yeah. And then, it, and that's that's my entire experience originally with Ogre Battle was to be like, this is dumb, and just walk away. I'm gonna go I, play Star Fox. I was really hoping that you'd be like, so I was a kid, and I walked up, and it started showing me these tarot cards. I'm like, what, what, what's going on with this? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was, what, 16 questions that it asked yeah. you at the beginning? Yeah. Yeah, like... 11 year old me would have been like this is kind of cool when do we get to the game part? yeah right the beginning of the game is definitely uh different non-representative of the rest of the game yeah. <laughs> it's well, like, it's, it sets your your preference between neutral law and chaos well it also determines the units in your um starting group starting group and your your what do they call it your opinion leaders group yeah um, which I found out through looking at an FAQ while I was playing this that I apparently I answered all the questions in the best way possible and got the best unit unintentionally. Um, unintentional. I don't know what I was doing. I was like, "Fuck, quest." Okay, I don't know. <laughs> like, so if you were a king and you had a choice to give food to your people or to defeat their enemies, how would you? I'm like, what? Yeah. I don't know. Now try Fuck. wrapping your head around that as a seven-year-old. Right. You know, like, <laughs> I, 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 I don't. I, castles are fun. I yeah. don't know. Uh, but so the one one of the things I really want to talk about that I like about this game is it started the trend of not being good and or evil. Right. It's law or chaos, and sometimes there are evil, lawful answers, or sometimes there are you know good, chaotic answers. Mm-hmm. It's not a morally black and white game. And that carries through the entire series and has led on to things like the Shin Megami Tensei series. Right. Um, that sort of stuff, which has led to 
better games. I mean, Catherine wouldn't exist without Shinten. Shinten wouldn't exist without this. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the from a from a story perspective, I thought it was kind of cool and the decision-making perspective is 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 an interesting one where you are a re- rebel force against a supposedly oppressive empire, right? Regime. Um but you don't know anything about it really when you start playing you're just like yeah i guess they gotta be bad guys or some some shit but they did a real poor job on selling you buying you into the game to start Mm -hmm. because you get a bunch of tarot cards and then go (laughs) man yeah yeah. so no like but you gotta think this game is what 90 93 93. technically is when it so it's a 20 year old game i mean what localization would you compare it to that was good? Well, no, I'm not arguing that at all. Yeah, they I know. Did, I know where Dwayne's. They did a much better job as the game went on the, the, of, the of, of selling you a storyline. Okay, fair like, enough. I, I felt like as you continued, you you actually like kind of bought into it. Just the very beginning, it was just like there was very little background. Yeah, it's you. Like, I guess this but is what do I'm you, doing. I mean, like it's a really in deep, in deep. Wow, in deep. It's in deep. It's a really in-depth game. Do you really want a ton of story before you actually get into the gameplay? Well, if you're going to waste my first 10 minutes with tarot cards questions, I, I would have liked half of that time for story. Like, granted, this is really nitpicking a 20-year-old game. I, I completely <laughs> That's agree. the whole point of this podcast. I would like to nitpick it more than... <laughs> I really would have liked some more story ahead of time. I'd like some more in depth. In deep, yes. I think the problem was that you go through, you know, you go through ten minutes of tarot cards, and then they throw you onto a map, and they don't tell. Like even when you get to the point where you finally meet Warren, and you're trying to figure out where, tutorials are for pussies. There's a (laughs) there's a big ass castle over there. How do I move? Well, it's not that button. That gives me a bunch of options. Not move. Yeah. Um, Okay. I'll I'll select. Wait a minute. What is this the seppuku button for? <laughs> <laughs> this game didn't tell you anything. Up front. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. B is back, or A is back out, and B is select. So- wait a minute. That's fucking ba- backwards. Backwards from everything I've known except uh, for Mega Man. Yeah, and so you're you're like, you finally get a chance to move, and you're like, oh sweet, I'm gonna move. There's a giant castle over there. Let's go there and find out what's going on. No, 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 no. No, you can't go there. That's a bad idea. Yep. Your unit has met with the enemy. What the fuck are you doing here? Go find some shit. Huh? And then it spits you back into the mountains. And you're like, uh, okay. I'm going to go down to this town down here, I guess. <laughs> You're like <laughs> Libera, I didn't even know they were oppressed. What the fuck's going on? Okay. Find it out. Find it out. I I that that opening level, while it was functional eventually, functional in, <laughs> shining was, praise from Luke here, guys. <laughs> the opening level is functional. It's one of those things where <laughs> I I admire to some degree their desire to not just 
sit there and show you menus, which is the one of the problems that I have with the, with the early Disgaea games is that the first first four fucking hours of a Disgaea game is this is what this menu does and this is what this menu does and we're going to give you a rule book the size of a goddamn D and D book for a fucking video game. Um, my problem is that it didn't. If they're going to give you a map and tell you to do it an open world thing, then let you do it in whatever order feels right or funnel you through something. You know, let you, let me go from town to town to town, but funnel me there so that I know that that's what I'm supposed to be doing and and that I'm learning along the way, yeah. right? Um as opposed to click move spend X amount of time walking all the way across the map only to find out that whatever's there is something I can't do anything about anyway, go to a different city, liberate them. They tell me to go back to that same fucking castle. So I go back to the castle and then they tell me I can't go to the castle yet. Fuck off. Yeah. You liberated a town of liars. Really? Right. It's like Castlevania two all over again. (laughs) (laughs) I think my biggest, like what the fuck is happening? Shock of this game is, after you spend quite a while in that first area and you've gotten the hang of moving your guys and exploring and liberating towns, then when you go back to the, the when you go to the second area, you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then all these fucking enemies show yeah. up. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? The hordes cometh. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, like I, I don't have anyone near them. I've spread them all out across the map. Fuck. Yeah. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> right. Your town has not been liberated anymore. (laughs) Unliberated. Not liberated. (laughs) Boo. Boo. Yeah. Uh, Once once I was through that and I learned the controls and I kind of, you know, I... As a gamer, of course, the moment that I went to that first town and they told me I couldn't, I spent some time going through menus and being like, what does this do? What does this do? What does this do? This is clearly a game that relied on its its uh, manual yeah. at the time. There is no explanation for anything no. in this game. Not a god. They don't tell you what items do. They don't tell you what tarot cards do. They barely tell you what your units do. They don't tell you what kind of attacks you have. Nothing. Like, you just fucking put shit together and pray if you don't have a manual. Surprise evolution. Right? Would your paladin like to become a griffin? What? How does that even happen? <laughs> it got even. really good. Yeah. The um, the one thing that bothered me, too, and this is... this is we've We've had this issue with previous virtual console games. The virtual console manual is okay, and it's just okay. It, it, it at least tells you what tarot cards do. Thank you. It tells you what y- unit types are. It does not have your advancement trees for units at all, and it does not tell you what items do. There's a hundred items in this game yeah. that all do different things, and the virtual console manual does not say what they do, and neither does the game. Um, it's the same problem that we brought up with with um, uh, Secret of Mana, right? If I hover over an item in a shop, Bring up a little box somewhere on the screen that just tells me what it does. That's all I ask. It's not that hard. I know it's more fucking text to localize, but come on. Just, like, tell me what shit does so that I know. Um, admittedly, it's it came out in a time in video games where the manuals were more important. I, I, right? was, I was thinking of uh, the whole Zelda, take this, you're, you'll need it, when the old man gives you the sword at the beginning. The entire Jesus Christ, low-flying aircraft outside, yeah. fucking A. Somebody's crop-dusting our house. 
Jesus. That's the, the take this you'll need it from Zelda is more information than what you get in this game. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'll need this. Okay. He, here's yeah, here's an item in this <laughs> That didn't work. Keep talking. Oh, yeah. Sorry, uh, we're not distracted. Or anything. Yeah. I mean, there's not loud things crashing in the background. Uh, is that a lawnmower? Yes. Sounded like an airplane at first, and now it's a lawnmower, and now it's... Whatever. Um, Maybe I should just turn the empty mic on, and Matt Coyne's part in the uh, in the broadcast can be... Phantom on. So... How do we remember what I was saying? Well, you were saying something about... Uh, snooty and uh, I'll be present. Okay, bye. <laughs> I had the mic turned down, so that didn't work. Son of a but bitch. The- <laughs> God, I ran it. all the way around the table for nothing. <laughs> oh, well. I don't remember what I was saying. So say something else, then. Uh, localization. Oh, so... Okay, so actually, it's it's not localization, but it's text. This This game suffered from one of my biggest cardinal sins of games that games still do today. Give you seizures? <laughs> no, but maybe, but no. It was when you're explaining something to me and you can only display three lines of text on the screen, that's perfectly fine. You're, the text scrolls really slow, so you have to press A to advance the text. Uh-huh. And you auto-skip. And then you have like six pages of text and then at the end it asks you do you want me to repeat this and defaults and to yes defaults to fucking yes yeah. i read every bit of text in this game twice at minimum <laughs> at fucking minimum i hit yes every time and at one point i got up and walked away because i was i it was the third time <laughs> <laughs> Willie Beamish, I'm looking at you. You fuck. Games still do this. Say, pl- developers, stop. Please. I'm fine if you want to ask if I need to see this again, but default it to no. Yeah. What I, I like the games that don't even ask that question, but they give you an archive that you can look at. Sure. Right? G- give me an archive where every, every piece of text that's in the game is available somewhere for me to read if I want to access it. Don't... don't I... It's one of the things that I hate about video game consoles in general, and all three of them do it. Um, fucking computer programs do this, where they're just like, uh, "You've read this text. Do you do you want to read it again? No. Are 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 you sure are you, you sure? don't want to read it again? Yes, I'm sure. I don't want to read it again. Seriously, okay, this shit's gonna disappear. But, into but the wait a ether. minute. You might want to read this again. Are you sure you don't want to read it? Jesus fucking Christ! Go away. Yeah. Like, are you sure you want to exit the game? Because you're going to lose your save data. Yes, I'm sure. Are you sure, sure? Like, <laughs> for real? For, for realsies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I agree. That was that was that's so, so aggravating. Just to sort of be devil's advocate here for a second, as opposed to defaulting to yes or no, don't default to anything. So if some fucking schmuck is you know holding the button down and gets to that thing's like oh god what what just happened you you have to actively select yes or no yeah that's the best L- option. literally any option other than yes default <laughs> i'm okay with if i have to hold l r and hit x and select to go past <laughs> this i'm okay with it as long as when i just i'm skipping through skipping through fuck i'm reading it again <laughs> 
God and damn it. The worst is if you're really tired, let's say it's like 3 a.m. and you're playing and you might have had a few beers and you're going through and you're like, man, this text is going on This forever. is a hypothetical situation. <laughs> Absolutely. It's never happened to me. Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, and you, you're like, man, this looks so familiar. I've, I think I've read this before. And then you realize that you've looped through the same text dialogue <laughs> for like 10 minutes. And it's only two screens. And yeah. you still don't know what it says. <laughs> like, I don't think I've read this page yet. Oh. On a side note that's somewhat related, have you ever done that in a book? Been reading a book and you get to the point where you realize you're really tired because you've read the same paragraph four times. Yeah. You read it and you're like, Wait a minute, what's going on? And then you back up a paragraph or two and you're like, you read it, read it, and then you're like, Slowly wait a work your way backwards through the book. Wait a minute, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, like, like, like you're reading and then you kind of like phase back into consciousness at some point and you're like, wait, what's happening? I've been reading three pages. I don't even know what any of these are. Yeah. How did I start reading Tropic of Cancer? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I think um, one of the most frustrating parts of this game for me was simply the. Um, the lack of the lack of being able to pick the path that a character takes when I go from point A to point B, sure. where I can pick point A and I can pick point B, but for some reason he's ending up in the middle of the goddamn ocean to get there on the way, yeah. and um, or going over mountains that slow him down when if he'd have just taken a slight detour and gone around. Then he'd have gotten there in time to you know save the other unit that I have that's getting decimated by my opponents. Things that irritate me uh, is let's say you're playing the lawful path and you get attacked by something who's a lower level than you. You you know you turn and you slaughter it and then you get penalized for that. Yeah, yeah. You, because they don't give you the option of not fighting shit, right? It's like you're you better decimate every goddamn thing on that map, yep. or you're just going to continually get attacked by it over and over and over again, um, and your alignment's going to get fucked for it. So, I was trying to think of what. There, talk for a second. There's something else that I wanted to bring sure. up. Like, so one of my biggest biggest bitches about this game, other than what I was talking about earlier, is like when when I have a unit starting fighting another unit, and then you only get two rounds of combat. Then, then you have to fight them like three or four times to actually kill them. Like, I just felt like that was the biggest time sink because it, when that was all happening, nothing changed. My strategy never changed. I couldn't do anything because the units were still close enough that I couldn't like run or change anything different. Like it was always just like, well, my unit's going to kill your unit. I just need to bash at it four times, but it's going to get knocked back each time. And it just, just took for fucking ever to like, just win battles. I'm forgiving of it because it was so early on as far as tactical RPGs are concerned. They didn't have anything really to look back at or they didn't have much to look back at. Well, I mean, you, you can forgive it for not having, you know, a past precedent to, you know, look at to say, they, well, this this is the better way to do this. But at the same time, it doesn't make it better. Well, like, I'm not saying it that, it's, you know, it's, it's more of a, a situation where they didn't have anything to use as a, a metric, like, hey, does this mechanic work? Eh, it's not the greatest, but we don't really, we can't think of anything that's better. I, I'll say something, something that I think they did have, that they could have looked back at, that I thought was poorly handled in this game, was your your strategy AI is fucking terrible. They have four choices. They have best, strong, leader, and weak. Weak being defensive, right? Um 
Strong is attack whatever's in front of me. That's fine. That works fine. Leader, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Because the way that it's supposed to work, according to the description that I read, is that you that all of the characters will attack the leader of the group if they can attack him directly. If they cannot attack him directly, they will attack whatever's in their way in order to get a path to that to leader. leader. Yeah. Which is not always true. I had a I had a, a unit I was a boss battle for the second level third level or no second level because it was it was one dude who was the leader in the middle and these two like dragon characters on either side and they're all in the back row and there's nobody in the front row and I had four characters in my unit and I set it to le- I set the strategy to leader right because with the bo- with the boss battles you just want to kill the boss and the leader and then battles over. over yep the two guys in the center would attack the leader and the two guys that were flanking in the front row who should have been able to attack the leader directly wouldn't attack the leader and i don't know why that is yeah that's not however my biggest gripe about the ai my biggest gripe about the ai is best strategy never is not (laughs) once not fucking once if i've got say i've got three warriors enemies in the front row there is one guy on the right hand on the opposing left my right hand side i hit him twice and he is down to nine fucking hit points and then the dude on my team that's right in front of him chooses to attack anybody else <laughs> but the guy that they could kill like and instead so i've got a, a a fighter up front that would would do uh, 13 to to 18 damage on a guy that has nine hit points he chooses to attack the dude that's got 79 hit points and then my mage in the back who's got a fucking lightning bolt spell that could do 30 plus damage oh he's the one that lightning bolts the little nine hit point fucker to death or how about how about the fights that you get into and your healer starts the fight by healing the guy (laughs) and they're no one's taken damage yet (laughs) your healer just blows one of his heals yeah and then your guys get slaughtered, and you're like, "Well, thanks, fucking scumbag healer." <laughs> yeah, I and I think, I mean, I I don't have nostalgia for this game, so like my quote unquote my nostalgia was not ruined by it because I didn't have any in the first place. But when I look at this game and I see um, just the lack of control that I have over the things that I want to control. I don't want to manage my resources. I don't want that to be my primary, like... I don't want to play StarCraft. Right? I want to play... I want... when If I have a game where my choices... The things that I have to do in the game are... Or... Yes. Or manage units, or, you know, level guys up, or deal with formations and then fight shit i want to fight shit yeah like let me hit stuff and to to have it's it's like it's like playing madden in manager mode right where you're just you're not actually it's oh it's what was that what was the nfl the madden like manager game was it like nfl head Head coach, coach head coach where you didn't actually play football you acted as head coach of your team, but didn't actually get to play any actual football. That's what this feels like. It I mean, feels like RPG head coach, at like Gallup Racer. <laughs> at least, at least that game. At least head coach sold itself as exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. 
you can't buy a game called Ogre Battle and not get to battle with your ogre. I didn't see a single ogre <laughs> in this it, game. There, 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 are, fact, there are no <laughs> ogres. There are no ogres. You got vampires and werewolves and pegasuses and griffins and, and mages and clerics. Pegasi. Pegasi. Pegasi, sure. It's the plural of any of the U.S. You should clearly I. know this. Uh, uh, yeah, th- there's no ogres. So much murderous rage. <laughs> <laughs> there's no ogres and there's no battle. Like, the... the it's it's this is a travel game. It's you get to po- you move from point A to point B, and then human you watch, long distance runner, and then you watch shit happen. It's like I oh yeah, I get to I actually get to tell you where to go, and then when you get there, I just said I'm gonna go have something to drink. I'm gonna go get a, make a sandwich while you guys take care of Ogre Battle is um, a Queen song. Town Liberator '93 is not a Queen song. There's a trend. <laughs> I'll Liberator 2000. Yeah. I, I, overall, I was, I'm, I'm just, I'm really meh. Wait, I, I mean, I want to talk about titles for a second. I mean, everything's based on the Queen song, right? Have you guys, like, seen what the, the one that was not released over here is called? No. It's called Let Us Cling Together. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's that's amazing. Like I don't know why that wasn't released here. It's Jeez. tragically bad. <laughs> and then the art, like the art itself, is great, but it's like two people standing on a cliff. One's holding a shield. I don't think anyone has a weapon actually. <laughs> so it's a pretty good idea. Of the game. So so on a positive note, the game looks gorgeous for a Super NES game. Yes, like it's really pretty, right? You're the the mode seven scrolling on the map works really well. Um, it it controls quickly like which you need um and i will say for the times when you do have to manage resources and you have to um you know you have to get a whole but you have to try and manage like 15 units on a map all at the same time they set it up fairly well you have a lot of control over that part of it you have the ability to i'm glad that you have the ability to pause and go give commands to all of your units if you want to i was very um, happy about that i'm a, i was a little frustrated at times when i had there was one particular time in like the third level where I had four or five units kind of bunched up in one area and there were a bunch of enemy units coming in and there were there was almost never a time where I could get that pause button hit so that I could give multiple commands to different things. It, it was just like... Your unit has entered a battle. Your unit has met the enemy. Your unit has met the enemy over and over and yeah. over again. And that got a little frustrating. But for the most part, the the play control on the map was really good. I was The scrolling is just the right speed, you know. Um, and the the artwork in the, in the game just looks really good for a 16-bit game. I thought the, anim- the animations were really, really decent. The spell animations, while completely nonsensical, are pretty awesome. Especially the tarot cards. Like, there was one called Earth... Was it... it, No, what was it? I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, The one that does earthquake damage is actually legitimate. It's like, does, you know, the fucking ground shakes and it does earthquake. There was one that was like... Blizzard? No, it was... It was... Damn it. Now, I'm going to try... I'll try and figure... Oh, it was... I think it was... Was it Tower, I think? It was supposed to do, like, thunder damage... And the fucking animation was a dude with a hammer hitting the ground in front of the character. <laughs> like there was, there's no lightning, there's no real thunder. It's just a dude with a hammer. Uh, like, yeah, you whatever. Played the world. <laughs> Giant globe just rolls over everyone like Katamari Damacy. 
Yeah. That was awful. Trying to do the tarot cards by trial and error. Like, I, I decided I'm like, I'm not going to look it up. I'm just going to play and play as I would have if I were, you know, like 12. And uh, so the the ones, this I think it's the sun and the moon ones, or one of them switches your front row and your back row. Let me tell you, when you do that by accident, you're like, fuck, no, 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 no. Yeah, and then your heel no, gets slaughtered. No, my clerks, my clerks. Yeah, absolutely oh. gets yeah. slaughtered. Yeah, I, I, I've come to the conclusion over the course of doing this show that never again will I just try and figure a game out because Blaster Master. the vast <laughs> majority of games that were made in the in that era were not based on that mentality. And as much as nostalgic video game players will want to tell you, "Oh, well, I just uh, you know I just picked it up and I knew everything I was supposed to do and I did it all by myself," and blah, blah, blah. bullshit. Maniac Mansion Manuals made complete sense <laughs> right? no matter what you did. <laughs> fucking haunting starring poltergeist. What the fuck are you supposed to do in that game? I don't know. Uh, not an episode I was on. Yeah. You, games were not built... Games were built around their manuals, and that was an important thing for video games in the 80s and early 90s. And it's fine for me to go look at an FAQ or look at a manual. Now, there's a difference between looking at an FAQ that tells me what I'm supposed to do in the game and looking at an FAQ that's a guide through, like a walkthrough. I will generally avoid walkthroughs unless I really want to get deep into a game. Yeah. But no, this game requires a manual. You cannot play it without one. You could, but you're basically going to die a lot and spend probably the first five or six hours of gameplay not knowing what the fuck you're doing. And Yeah, I, I actually had a lot of nostalgia for this game. I played it when I was uh, a kid you know, with my SES. And you know when you when you said it was Ogre Battle this week, I was I was really excited, and then I fired it up, and thirty minutes in, my nostalgia has been shot to fucking hell. <laughs> uh, Absolutely, like maybe I'm just uh, more of an elitist about this sort of thing, or maybe maybe uh, you know my twelve year old self is just you know deceived. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I was just not very impressed. Like a lot of what you said like the graphics were really good. I really liked the the individual art pieces that they displayed on top of the the, mm-hmm. the map mode like whenever you had like a dialogue that happened, I thought the art was really good. Yeah. But like man, the gameplay was just so subpar for me. Uh I liked the part where you like kind of wandered around the map looking for hidden things. The there were the feeling of like oh I found buried treasure that that was awesome, but like just the, the actual awesome, gameplay that awesomeness goes away pretty fast though, yeah. right? You find your first piece of buried treasure or your first city, and then the next map you go to, you're wandering all over hell and creation looking for shit. And then by the time you get to the next map after that, you're like fuck it, I just want to go to the boss. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like no. point A to point B. Want to kill shit? And I noticed you like, don't have the right mindset for the game, man. <laughs> it's all about the grinding, grinding forever. Fuck you, fuck you, and your grinding. Fuck your grind. <laughs> 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 no, and then there was one other point of discontent. So after a while, I turned off battle animations because I just wanted to get the fuck through them all. Yeah, they take a while. Yeah, because I was, you know, fighting the first thing you do in any tactical RPG. Like, like I watched them for a while to like, you know, see what they were like. And then I'm like, okay, fuck this. I have to fight this same battle seven times to kill them. So I'm going to turn off the animations, (laughs) get through it faster. But then like they would randomly turn back on sometimes. Like you couldn't have a boss fight without you couldn't turn them off in boss fights. 
and that's just after a while that got real old because i was just like man you got to see that fight oh i don't need to see it at all i just (laughs) want to see the next map (laughs) yeah just saying first thing i did started this guy four up got through the uh the opening you know storyline bit went into options turned off battle animations then started the the second map now how much would it piss you off if some of your fights still had them uh, That's what I had to do. That, that game can't yeah. piss me off. Okay, it's just not I I um I didn't turn off battle animations because I, I with those kinds of games I don't like. To me, if you want my opinion, turning off battle animations in a game where you don't even get to control the battle, you might as well just shut the fucking game off because then then it's pointless. I then just, you don't even get to see what the fuck's going on. You like, I mean, and there are certain games that I would absolutely not like. Fire Emblem. I would never turn off battle animations because the battle animations of that game are spectacular. Like, they're really? some of the... I don't mm, remember. <clears throat> in the Game Boy ones. Not the GameCube one. The GameCube one is fucking terrible. What about the like, Wii sure. uh, No, the Wii one's pretty awful as well. It's The reason why they're good in the Game Boy ones is because they're really well done, awesome 2D sprites. The, the animations on the, the 3D models in the Wii and GameCube ones are just... They're just terrible, to be entirely honest. They're just the animations aren't good, the sprites or the the models aren't good. Anyway, that's a different game. Sure, but I don't know. I just I like you're fine with games that throw numbers back and forth. That's all I want. And I, and I, I want I'm not two like, to throw a seven at six. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care if it's in color. <laughs> like you could replace. Basically, you can put little character sheets down. You don't even need pictures of the characters. <laughs> just numbers, like speed 22, hit points 8 million, <laughs> attack power 46. That's all I want. Yeah. That is all I want. Not me. I, I need I needs me my pretty. Yep. So I, um, I just, I don't know. I, I'm, I understand why this game was as popular as it was and is. I don't agree. I, I'm not going to shit on it like I did with Secret of Mana, uh, because I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a bad game. It's dated. It's dated, and it's just not my thing. Uh, whereas Secret of Mana, I think is a bad game. I think it is a poorly designed video game. This I don't think is a poorly designed video game, especially when you take into account what it is and when it came out. Um, but yeah, when this came out, I feel like. The flaws that it had, most of the players didn't know were actually flaws. Right. Like, didn't know could be much it better. It didn't have something to compare it to. That yeah, was there was no yeah. frame of reference, so that totally makes sense. Um, I don't know. what I, I, I'm i not going to play this game again, probably. I mean, I might for a few minutes, but I, 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 I just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, 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 I like I, it. I'm done. I'm, no. I don't think it warrants its its collector's price, especially not for the PlayStation version. I think it has more to do with rarity than actual appeal. Sure. <sighs> That's possible. I mean, the PlayStation version goes for fucking exorbitant amounts of money, yeah. and that doesn't make any sense to me. 150, 200? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's like a brand name sort of thing. Like, uh, the the game itself doesn't warrant it, it's, but it's Ogre Battle. Yeah, it's Ogre Battle. It's Ogre Battle. Yeah, and I defended this game too. You realize you could buy for... two copies of Final Fantasy Tactics for the same price that you paid for this one copy of Ogre Battle. Yeah, but it's Ogre Battle. Yeah, I'd probably rather Battle. play Ogre Battle than Final Fantasy Tactics. Communist. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Tactics Final Fantasy Tactics fan. Um, but then again, my introduction to Final Fantasy Tactics was on the Game Boy version where I spent the whole first part of the game throwing snowballs at people. So I was like... Eh. You get some red cards in there. It's like You gotta think yeah. of like soccer, man. Yeah. I don't even know what I get penalized for in that game anymore. I don't know. I'm I'm not a I'm not a fan. Yeah. No. No, no I, like 
it i understand why i liked it when i was younger and why in my head the nostalgia was there uh it, it definitely didn't hold up it, it did not stand uh the the genre has just made way too many improvements and the flaws in this game just were too much for me like i got real frustrated with it after a while and I'm happy we're recording so I don't have to play it more. (laughs) Since the last time we talked about virtual console stuff, which was six-ish weeks ago, there have been two virtual console releases, uh, the first being Super Adventure Island 2, um, according, wait, let me let me make sure. I want to make sure because there have been a couple of times where we've talked about virtual console releases that weren't actually out because the website I got them off of doesn't give the correct date. Nope. According to this, they're both out. So, um, Super Adventure Island Two, which I mean, the Adventure Island games are okay. I mean, they're not they're nothing spectacular. They're kind of platformers. They're they're fun. They're all right. They're I like John average, better. average. I feel yeah. like that's the best way I can describe. They're they're average. They're games. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then the second one is a game called The Ignition Factor, which I've never even heard of until not, I looked at it. That reminds me of Blast Corps for some reason. It sounds like a shitty, shitty movie Blast with Corps. Ben Affleck. <laughs> the Ignition Factor. <laughs> hey, I, I just watched a somewhat adequate movie with Matt Damon last night. It was. I don't believe a you. A somewhat <laughs> adequate movie with he, Matt Damon. He was only in it for like 10 minutes. Oh, okay. Probably the good. classic firefighting game, The Ignition Factor, is back on Virtual Console. Yeah, what? you know what? That's no SOS. Firefighting. Take control of a brave firefighter as he battles to save people from towering infernos and flame-filled factories. Flame-filled factories. Flame factories. Spark and bubble factories. What the fuck I, I, is a bubble factory? Uh, watch Legend, and you'll understand what a bubble factory is. Okay. I really want to play that and SOS back to back, so it can be like my own personal towering, uh, towering inferno, the Poseidon adventure <laughs> back drafted. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, Ignition Factor is a Super NES game, so it's eight hundred points, as is Super Adventure Island. So there'll be eight hundred points if you know them and you want to play them. Then go get them. Um, but yeah, that's all the virtual console stuff. Uh, I don't think there's really any other classic game releases that have come out. I know they they did a re they did a remake of uh, Elevator Action that came out recently that I've heard was terrible, which doesn't surprise me because Elevator Action was terrible. Yeah, Stop crack. remaking bad games. Game is awful. The game is great. Are you out of your mind? You crush that game people is, in elevators. The game is terrible. It's great. And then you know sometimes if you don't crush them, you shoot them. Yeah, sometimes. Ugh, God, that game's awful. Oh, Shadow God. Shadow of the Colossus Ico? Uh, the, oh, yeah. The Shadow of the Colossus Ico collection came out, uh, the, or is coming out. coming out on Tuesday. Um, go buck and buy it. God, if you have a PS3, it is a must-own. I, I have to buy it because I have, I have to admit something. I have, I have played them. I've never played any of those games. They're good. I, I, Ico I, I, doesn't I know. hold up as well as Shadow was, of the Colossus. I was going to okay. say, Ico, Ico might frustrate you because it's got some it, it's, AI issues. It is, I'll warn you in advance. It is a 10-hour escort mission. Yeah, I, I won't um, be playing that one. <laughs> no, it's, it's really, I, can't, I can't deal with 10-second escort It's the missions. only good escort mission that has ever been made, Seriously, in my opinion. It it's the it's only actually, escort mission that's been done right. Oh, so so I'm, I'm going to tangent real fast about yeah, right. escort missions. So 
uh, Dead Island. We never do that on this no, show. No, uh, ever. Yeah, let's talk about anything. Uh, Dead, Dead Island. Uh, so one of the earlier quests, I don't know, probably like maybe an hour, hour and a half into the game, you hit your first escort mission. And the guy's like, yeah, help me back to the lifeguard station where all the other survivors are. Mm-hmm. And I, I was terrified terrified of uh, that was scarier than the zombies <laughs> <laughs> he's just walking into a wall so no he follows a path and doesn't stop for anything nothing stops this man <laughs> zombies are attacking him he's jogging along uh it, it, like i have seven zombies on me that i've pulled away from him no fuck that we're going he just he is just always going towards man with a purpose yeah and i'm just like you know how can you make a game with an escort mission that's it that's all how can you make a game with an escort mission did it sound like i was gonna say more yeah Uh, even even the games with escort missions like how can you have a game with an escort mission and you just do it terribly like that's what gamers nitpick on all the time Uh like if you're going to do it you have to at least try and do it right um ico does it right and it i was i was it's surprisingly not frustrating there are times when your ai gets a little annoying like when she'll and it, the thing Walk about around the ladder as opposed yeah, to yeah yeah the, that's the thing the thing about it is it rarely causes it rarely causes you to lose or have to or die or have to back up in the game as much as it just causes annoyances okay. right and that's why it's okay right the the times when she fucks up generally don't end in result in your death okay um, think of it less along the lines of you're not losing an arm but you've got a splinter in your finger <laughs> it's, All right. it's annoying but it's not that bad yeah uh, shadow of the colossus is phenomenal it's 16 boss battles I love it. And it's pretty awesome. I really hope that their next game is not... Does, okay, so the first game they did was... It was a game that was an escort quest. The second game was a game that was only boss battles and nothing else. I want to see them do a game that has no boss battles. Yeah. None. <laughs> My wife cheers for that because she hates boss battles in games. Uh, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what uh, what their whatever their new game... I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head but yeah their new game looks like it's going to be kind of cool it's got a giant like you know puppy dog thing in it that that never ending story yeah it's um and shadow the colossus is spectacular it's it's so much fun ico is one of those games that you play more for the visual than for the gameplay where every time you flower yeah you kind of you kind of it's really pretty and every time you beat a level you get to this point where somehow no matter what they show you next, it somehow trumps whatever the last thing they showed you was, right? And it, you're just like, oh, that's so fucking cool. Yeah, and I don't think so, there's a nice level. There is isn't a nice level. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they balance that by making it a fucking escort quest, but, you know, whatever. How bad is it that not having a nice level, absolute selling point? Oh, total nope. selling point. Just like, is there a nice level in this game? Yes. Dead like, has a nice level. <laughs> it's on a tropical fucking island. Like there's a, there's a skating it's a arena. <laughs> it, like I feel like they should some some companies should just put that on their packaging. Like does know, not game, contain any we, escort yeah, quests. Yeah. We ice levels. <laughs> we we outsourced our game. You know we're just this little shop in Germany. But there's no ice level, no escort quest, nothing really annoying, and. When we ask you if you want us to repeat that, it defaults to no. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I love it. 
Uh, you can check out our other podcast, Trade Secrets. It's our comic book based co- podcast uh, that plays, plays, plays. We upload opposite weeks to After the Fact. Um, you can rate us on what? How long have you been doing this? Oh, my shut God. You, I'm, shut your I'm, dirty mouth. I'm, you. I'm just wondering. Shut it. What? Two, two years. years leave me alone we, but we, okay so what it's worth you know i will give you you know there is the out that you've only been doing trade secrets for like six months yeah about that six months yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah thank you for giving me an out andy i appreciate your approval that's that's so nice of you you keep inviting me back and i just keep being a dick yep well i'll come back to bite you in the ass here soon enough rate us on itunes helps us out we get more listeners you can review us on zoom both podcasts are available on zoom now uh the after the fact podcast is also available on stitcher radio so you can uh, go to stitcher and search for after the fact and get us there follow us on twitter uh, uh the main twitter feed is at after the fact pod i am at geek elite andy's at mathtastrophe coin isn't here so he can go fuck himself uh Dwayne is at Dwayne sta that's, right that's correct Dwayne sta the Dwaynesta. I was, I was really hoping. I, I want to stab you. <laughs> you were going to say. I want to beat you to death with the multi-mix eight. Yeah. Uh, you can like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash afterthefactpodcast. Uh, we post all our show announcements there, and if you actually want to get into a discussion with us, that's probably the best place to do it. Uh, you can friend us on XBLA and PSN. Some of that information is on the website. I need to get it uh, more of it put into our bios on the website. Um, if you want to be a part of the show, you can email us at afterthefactgeekerific.com. Email us questions, comments, whatever you want to talk to us about. You can also tweet at, tweet at us. Uh, you can post to our Facebook page, and any questions that we get, we will use on the show. We enjoy getting emails from people, so send us an email at afterthefactgeekerific.com. Uh, this has been ep- episode 43 of the After the Fact podcast, all about Ogre Battle. Thank you, Dwayne, on your first real episode of the After the Fact podcast. Thank yeah. you for having me. Thank you, Andy. Matt, you don't have the ability to travel through time. I hate to break it to you, buddy. <laughs> and we're out. Yeah.